It's working now. Can you believe that? No burger, no fries. <laughs> the waveform's a little bigger this time. Oh, good. Let's surf it. Can you believe that? <laughs> I'm Brian Upshaw. Neighbor Blake over there. My name's Blake. I feel like I've done this before. Balake. Do you ever have that sensation like you've done something, you're doing something you've done before? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Um, you know what? This is episode 35 of the Jello Potting Cast. Are you sure it's not 36? <laughs> I feel like we just did 35. Good to be here, Brian. Thanks for having me. Sure thing. Anytime. Um, <laughs> jellopottingcast.com at jellopodcast on the Twitter. You see, put the jello button in the podcast. Never more apropos than now, considering uh, Bill Cosby's in all kinds of fucking hellacious trouble for being a fucking womanizer. Putting pop. Up something. <laughs> Pilled out bitch's vagina, man. That's what happens. You see, wagging off on the flip flop when she's peeled out of the bed. Camille! <laughs> e! Hey, uh, on Jello Podcast tonight, I got some stats for you. Do you have some for me? Ooh, I do. It looks like we have some stats here. Right, my favorite one is this. Twenty percent of car car owners. Twenty twenty one percent imagine their car as male. Thirty percent imagine their car as female. Forty nine percent as neither. Hmm. I saw something on TV one time when this guy was fucking his car. Ever seen that shit? Yes. <laughs> he's wearing a, he he's wearing a like a negligee. The dude was. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The one I saw. You're you're joking. No, I'm fucking totally serious. Yeah, I, the guy I saw, he was in, uh, I don't know. He's like laying underneath his car, making out with the bumper and shit. Yeah, he was all about his car. It was on a obsession. That's, that's a disorder. I've, well, I've yeah, no, it's some serious shit. It is some serious shit. What? I'll have to look up what that is. Yeah. The one I saw, the guy, honestly, putting his cock in the tailpipe yeah. of a small car, and he had a red and black negligee on. He was a fat guy. and I, I mean, I know it was sort of staged and everything, but dude, there's yeah, no most of it is. end of people's kink. Man, people are fucking weird. Hey, there's a lot of people out there, man. Um, for uh, My cars are, if, if there were anything, they'd be a girl, just like a ship, you know, like, ah, the vessel's. Craft is able. She's a good ship. She's taking on water. She's yeah. Taking. She's taking on water. Uh, yeah. I don't know, man. My truck's pretty dependable, reliable. I think of it so like a dude, more man. More like a dude. <laughs> more like a dude, yeah. Yeah. It's a, com- it's com- a Ford. Complete accountability it's from from key in to, to key out. Sometimes it's kind of needy. Like the check engine light will come on. For no reason, it'll turn off. I think it just wants attention, you know? It might be a chick. Who knows? Might um, be kind of feminine. If if it was a woman, it would be one of those deals where you could, uh, if you're getting a bad reading on the fuel gauge, you could thump it. 
Yeah, that's, that's what I do to my wife. I thump her in the head when she's yep. giving me a bad reading. But if it's a guy, it's just like, okay, maybe you're not ready right now. Um, I'm gonna turn the key off. I'll turn it back on, and you'll be ready. I'll come back later. Come oh, back you're later. good. Okay, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Simple. With the exception of like tire pressure, things like that. You know. I don't, if I had a boat, I would definitely name it a woman. Yeah, you got to. You know why? They're problematic. They're high maintenance. You ever had a boat? Mm-mm. Oh my! God. I have a canoe. Yeah. Does that count? You're well, talking about motorized, yeah. a motorized boat. Something you gotta store right. somewhere, towing a trailer, fucking launch it. Yeah, it's pain in the ass, dude. I've had um, too many friends with boats. They're like, "Come on, on my boat, man! I got a boat." What do you have? And a I'm like, with no, I'm not a fan, dude. I don't want to be stuck on a boat for hours. I'm just not a boat guy, you know. I, I'm not a boat If I guy. said to people, come out of my boat, yeah. then I would be a not a boat fan. Nah. But if somebody asked me on their boat, sure. Here's nah. the rule, I think. Yeah. Bring an 18 to 24 pack of beer. Mm-hmm. And then slip a $20 bill on the guy who owns the boat's pocket. Call it gas. And you, you get invited back 20 times. Yeah, that's exactly 40, what I do not want. <laughs> Yeah. Nah, the boat thing, man. It's just not for me. Oh, man. It's, me neither. Uh, it's too much gear. Yeah, a lot of gear, yeah. It's a commitment, you know? You're like, yeah, let's go on the boat. Okay, now we're stuck on the boat. It's time to go? No, not yet. No, not okay. yet. Oh, but Shirley over there, she's got a tummy ache. Well, she's not going to ruin it for all of us. They're in so the water. That's why you take overboard. a plank, so she can walk the plank. <laughs> yeah. That's about the only thing I like about a boat, man. I think I like to get a boat. Take it around Lake Travis and pirate people's shit, man. Even if, even if it's all for fun, man. Make them walk the plank. They'll be like, oh, my God. I live in Austin. This is this is funny. It's great. And they'll walk the plank they and would. shit. Yeah, and we'll take all the jewelry and we'll laugh it up. And, you then, know? and then really <laughs> really take it. <laughs> yeah. Take their boat. Yeah. So how about another stat there, Brian? I'm ready. Got another stat? I'm ready. Studies show. The mere presence of a clock may hamper creativity. You know what? It's a good thing we don't have a clock sure. around here. Because um, that would hamper our creativity. Yeah. 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 Leave that to me. I didn't know that. That's good, though. It's when I wear a watch, man. Watches well, are bullshit. I, a lot of people who, like, that's their job to create. They say the first 30 minutes of when I sit down to create might as well be nothing. And then the last hour of what they're doing is the time when you're creating. If I'm creating something, it's because I got something in my head. But I don't have to sit down and create, though. That's that's different. That's a different deal. Yeah. I don't know. I heard uh, once you, you're more creative in the morning during certain hours, like 9 to 11 or so. And I found that really? to be true. Yeah. Like when it comes to drawing or writing. Totally. I don't um, know why that is. I'm being serious with this question. Is it because you're not fucking buzzed? Huh? Okay, then is it... Well, that makes sense. No, you, you've, not, had, yeah. you've had no exposure to other stuff. Like, those those areas of the brain that are analytical and no fun... Have There's got to be even, a reason, They man. haven't even been turned on. Uh, by that hour? You yeah. Mean? Yeah. No, there's got to be a reason, man. Uh, think about, you know, thousands of years ago... Crack of the dawn, that's when you gotta get shit done. And maybe your brain just works a little better than end of the day, who cares? You know, shit's all if, ready if, to go. Well, that makes sense. If I've yeah. had enough sleep, I feel fresh. 
Mm-hmm. If I haven't any, had any sleep, I, I don't. But I wouldn't be. I certainly wouldn't be any better at eleven o'clock that night after having no sleep either. So yeah. that makes sense. And I've done my own research. I found this shit to be true, man. I could I could be working on a crossword in the middle of the night. Be like, ah, oh, fuck this. I can't figure it out. Next morning, pick it up. I'm just filling them out. It's true. I've had this thing, same thing happen because I was a uh, an auto mechanic, European imports. And I've had a couple of problem cars where you're chasing a problem around, round and around and around. And then here comes the clock, five, six o'clock. You're like, shit, man, I got to get out of here. I want to finish this. Finally, you go, you know what? Fuck it. I'll come finish it in the morning. Get there in the morning. 20 minutes into it. It's pretty goddamn clear what the problem was. You're all fresh, yeah. Meanwhile, you were busting your ass for the last two hours you were looking at it. It's That that makes perfect sense. It's true, man. I already got one for you. You ready? Okay. Employees are happier and 15% more productive in an office that features plants. Hmm. You buy that? Weed plants? I'll buy that. <laughs> okay. As long as they're weed plants, yeah, I'll buy them. Or ivies. They make a lot of oxygen. Maybe that just helps people, you know? All right. That's true, man. The, the offices don't have plants. Not enough oxygen. People are just lightheaded, not thinking clear. Just breathing carbon dioxide. Yeah, and they're just pissed off and got no air. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Who provides the condom? 83% of the time, it's the man. Yeah. Okay. I'll buy that. Yeah. Did you think that that figure would be higher? Like 100% of the time it was the guy? Nah, I don't know. I guess sometimes the chick might have him. I think that that's not taken into account that the woman has a condom 20-something percent of the time. Maybe he just brought him. Well, yeah, you know, he's going to be prepared. He's like, well, fuck that. I'm not going over there and I can get some ass, you know. I'm going <laughs> to definitely take some condoms. If, if I'm a woman and I have condoms, then I'm going to use my condoms. Hey, thanks, Blake, for bringing your condoms, but I'll tell you what. Put these on. Why would she trust her own? Because she knows what they are. She don't know what you got. You may have bought them from a truck stop. Like at, 10 like years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's true, man. Like old and rotten. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. They're the like dry rotted. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, who knows, man? Yeah, I think the stat's skewed. <laughs> All right. You're going to like this because we were talking about that, that movie. Um, the, uh, what's it called? The, the Invite? No. The one that got... Ah, oh, the interview about North Korea. Yeah. All right. This is directly related. The number of Volvos North Korea bought from Sweden in 1974 but never paid for. Take a guess. Ah, jeez. Five of them. 1,000. <laughs> they bought 1,000 of them? Didn't the, pay for them. Yep. 390 million. So uh, North Korea owes Sweden 390 million for... <laughs> 1974 Volvos that they never paid for. A thousand Volvos cost almost four hundred. Do the math on that. What is that? Four hundred million dollars. That's three hundred ninety thousand dollars of fucking Volvo. That's a lot of money. That's government markup right there. That's what they. Oh, jeez, I don't know why Sweden hadn't got got their shit back. I'm not. (laughs) What is storm? Totally sure about that. All right. Oh, you got something for me? Oh yeah, sure. Let's see here. Stats. Stats. 70% of Americans believe positive thinking can affect outcomes, according to a YouGov survey. This fucking shit. You know what this is? Do you know that? uh, 
Well, hey, yeah, I, I really know. want a microwave. Hey, my friend has an extra microwave. Ha ha! Manifested. That's kind of a Ta-da! dumb thing to elaborate on. Yeah, positive thinking. Yeah, for real, man. If you're all negative about shit, you can be like, Nah, fuck that. It's never gonna work, and you're yeah, never but, gonna go. Do but something. some people believe, like, man, I really need a fly swatter, and I don't want to go to H E B to get it. So I'm gonna think about it a lot, and it'll just fucking appear in my pantry. Well, that's not gonna happen. No, let's be realistic. I'm just saying that positive thinking can be misused. That whole book, The Secret, is all about that. Man, if I just think about my car, my job, I'll get it all. Wrong. Wrong. Okay, move on. Sorry. All right. No. It's- <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Let's see here. On the ball, number of game balls used during the two. 2014 Super Bowl. A hundred and... Yeah, go for it. Sorry. hundred and how many, Brian? Uh, Ten. Uh, hundred and twenty. So close, man. man. Good guess. Good guess. Why they go through so many fucking balls, man? Same thing with baseball, dude. Um, you know? Maybe every first down ball, they say, all right, let's 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 put it in the corner, and then we can sell it as the NFL with the, with the brand... Yeah, that's and likely. it's another fucking income stream or something. Because, you know, I see that during baseball games, man. The pitcher will have the ball, or the catcher, he'll look at it kind of for a second. Then he'll fucking toss it to the ump, and the ump's like, oh, here's a new one. If I was yeah. an ump, I'd be like, bitch, use that fucking use ball. That again. That's a perfectly you good ball. You think your glove, like, misshaped it so it won't fly you right know, the next Jesus time your guy throws Christ. a shitty slider? What is going on? Right, I agree. What is going on? Now, any ball that gets hit with a bat, okay. Fine. Give it to the ump. No, nah, just keep using it, man. Just keep using it. <laughs> if both teams weren't such bitches, it would be even. You know what I mean? Hey, that's true. It's true. It's true. So, so they both need to quit fucking around. If unless around. it gets knocked out for a home run, then you're using the same fucking ball. Yeah, man. Like the sandlot, dude. Just keep playing until the bees gets it, you know? Well, and <laughs> that's pretty damn funny. And by the way, I think that would make the whole game... There'd be a lot higher scoring games because the ball would slow down. They save money on balls. They'll make <laughs> our tickets at least a cent cheaper. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> ever ever frugal. Yeah, dude. A cheat bastard. What else you got to Use that ball. Uh, let's see here. Well, Apparently, 80% of men had overall positive feelings the morning after a one-night stand. Compared I, I about this. with 54% of women. Hmm. Who spent true? the money on that goddamn study? I could have told you that. Yeah, Sitting really. Sitting right here. Women were sad. Guys were happy. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. Research, man. It's important. Why, why, why would you even... I did hear this to elaborate on it. What I think they're getting at is that men actually like to, would prefer, instead of waking up and leaving, would prefer to kind of stick around and hang out and sort of do that ugly, cuddly thing in the morning. Yeah. They wouldn't admit it, but maybe in a survey they might. Here's one. 26% of Americans crop their social media photos to hide body parts they're embarrassed about. Only 26%? Yeah, I buy this, dude. Every time you see a hot chick's face and it's just her face, yeah, you pan out, man. She's gonna be a fat chick, dude. It's that goes, man. And they always got the angle, the fucking angle. Well, I do online dating, so uh, I think a lot of <laughs> chicks uh, get requests 
from dudes because they know that. And so they always They're put like, hey, what man, they call an it. obligatory full body shot. Oh, right. And it is inevitably cropped. You're right. I don't think they're smart enough to, like, I don't know, Photoshop it, but, but they do crop it. Yeah. Like, leave a thigh out or... I buy that. But... What else? Uh, here's a photo of Willie Nelson. Apparently, he sold his braids at an auction for $37,000. What? Yeah. Why? Uh, it doesn't say, man. I know why. It doesn't say. They just sold for thirty-seven grand. What you know? What he did with that Pair money? Of, what did he do? He took that money and gave it. And to... And he smoked it. He rolled up some weed and smoked that <laughs> shit. <laughs> Probably. He bought thirty-seven thousand dollars worth of weed. That's what no, he did. No, he um he did that because um he told Waylon, "Look, if you'll stop fucking drinking, I'll cut my braids off." And then when Waylon stopped drinking for, you know, whatever amount of time it was, he went ahead and cut him off. Okay. And then I don't know what he did with the money. It does mention Waylon Jennings in here, but it didn't say a whole lot about that. Oh, it does? You know more about this than this shit does. Good job. <laughs> I, I would hope we know more than a piece of paper. Okay, look, check out this bullshit. Okay. Women who have read Fifty Shades of Grey report stronger sexual desires than those <laughs> who have not read it. Yeah, no shit. Do you know anything about that book? Uh, not, no, I never read it, but I mean, I know it's bad, I guess. It's just like... Look, I know three things about uh, this book. Okay. That it's not as dirty as everybody says is one. Number two is that there's a lot of references, in fact, over 20 to my tush. Uh, there's 10 references to uh, my boobs. and uh, it, It's not as dirty as everybody thinks. I, I think... It's really easy to create a scenario without saying, F fucked her in the pussy in the butt. Uh, he, he entered her from the rear. I think there's a lot of that going on and a okay. lot of setup. Softcore porn in it the is. form of a book. Bingo. That's fine. Yeah, I got you. Yep. But they've created a million, multi-million dollar thing on it. There's yeah, Christmas this guy is gifts. loaded. Good for him. Is it an author? Who what? The guy that wrote that thing. He is an author, yeah. I'm sorry, that's a stupid question. But has he done anything else? I've never heard of him. No, Neither I'm have not I. Sure. Sounds like he just like had a fantasy dream one night. He's like, I like this porn. I'm going to write it PG style. Man, I think Jenna Jameson did a really good job on this porn. Yeah. Her and James Dean are fucking I'm going to transcribe it, <laughs> but not so graphically. Hey, um, when we come back, what do we talk about? We will cross that bridge when we reach it. I do have to take a pee. I got my balls to the wall, man. I've seen a few.
I don't know. We're talking about it right now. Yeah, you're on the mic right now, you see? Can we delete this? That's fine enough. It doesn't matter. All the good shit's gone, man. Yep. <laughs> can't, can't capture that. Hey, so you play in a band. Yeah. We always talk about music biz. <laughs> the bad notes. The bad notes, yeah. Why not the good notes? Not tough enough. Yeah, no. Yeah, too friendly, you know. Yeah. We try to be sarcastic, a little bit crass. Um, it's gonna be. Bad. I would categorize it, and please correct me. Punk. It is definitely punk. Yeah. Um, can I put new punk in front of that? New punk. Yeah. Uh, you could. It's not that accurate. What would you say it is? Uh, you know what it is? Ninety style. Ninety style punk. Ninety style punk. Pop punk. Cool. Yeah. Nothing pussy about that. Not at all. But I feel like a lot of people say that movie, that word, not movie, that word pop is charged, makes, whatever you say, if you say pop metal. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, there's a lot of pop punk that is uh, very different than what we do. But, yeah, there should be a... a hey, do you have any with you? More elaborate. I, I do. Okay. I uh, pull it up while we're talking. Right here. If, if you don't mind. Pull it up while we're talking. Okay. Yeah. So you, it's a... F- Five piece, four piece. Yeah, we're not a four piece. We did our thing for uh, many years as a three piece, but uh. Hey, go we, back. I heard that. We added another friend. I heard of that. Ours. What? Don't get indignant about pulling your stuff off on your phone. What are you talking about? You go. Yeah, I guess I could fucking pull it up. Well. It's the Jello Potting Cast. Pull it up. No, you. Jello button pop. <laughs> go back. Okay. You had a five. We were three piece, man. For the most part, yeah. So your your vo- your Vox and guitar. Your drummer, who's a hardcore conservative, which is completely ironic. Mm-hmm. And then your bass player, Brian? Ryan? Uh, Randy. Randy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's my dad's name. That's why. He's what? cool as a fan. Most bass players are. Oh, he is, man. He's so great. that was the core of the group. Uh, yeah. What we, about your guitar player? Oh, uh, we added Nick. Um, He's been there for a bit. At least three years. Yeah, he does a good job. He, he, is he, he rhythm? Or do y'all um, share rhythm? I guess we share rhythm, yeah. We does both, he He do does backups? a lot of singing, too. He's the backup Vox. Um, well, some songs he just sings, yeah. We all kind of oh, share, really? man. Yeah, there's a few that we all just kind of take the lead, you know. There's some songs he just sings, and I'll I'll do uh, some backups, you know. I like that. I like that. Uh. When, and they're all from Austin? Well, no, none of us are from Austin, actually. South Texas. Uh, two of us are from Brownsville. Okay. And two of them are from New York State. What the fuck? They couldn't be, f- well, the only thing farther apart would be yeah, L.A. Big old, big old gap, huh? Like your big beaver. <laughs> you got it? Yeah, she got okay. a good plan, man. So Here tell me, is, tell me about this song. What is it? This song's about Amy Locaine. She, uh, who's that? She's an actress. She was in such movies as Airheads and Crybaby. <laughs> and apparently, not long ago, she got into a wreck and car uh, uh, car a fa- accident, fatal collision. Yeah, killed her. And she went. No, she she survived. You said fatal. The other people died. Oh. <laughs> she went to prison, so we wrote a song about her. She went to prison for it. She did. I Was think. she under the influence? Yeah. Of what? 
Um, I don't know, but her name's Amy Locaine, so I'd like to think she was uh, doing a bunch of cocaine because it rhymes. Uh-huh. When it comes to writing a song, rhyming is important. And um, If she died on a shuttle bus, would you have had to have rhyme something with shuttle bus? Uh, yeah, I probably just uh, made it work. <laughs> I'm kidding. Let, let's jam this out. This is uh, When was this song written? Yeah, maybe about five years ago. Five years ago? Yeah, something like that. Did you put it on an album? Yeah, right there. That's it. Yeah. Is it coming through here? No. Oh, my goodness. Hold what on just a moment. Here? All right, we got it now. Yeah, we're badass. Is that your Vox? Oh, uh, yeah. Are you, sw- Are you switching back and forth? Not intentionally. Okay. I think that's a <laughs> recording issue, maybe. <laughs> you should see Blake's face right now. He's like, oh. Yeah. Hey, look. It's great. Well, thank you. Take it, take it easy. It's on key. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Not bad. We're a live band. We don't have very good recordings. Never put out an album. This is all home-recorded stuff, and you can tell. But, um... We yeah, we're a... not here to be critical about it. Nah, fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Amy Locan, man. She went away. Where did you record that? Um, in my home studio. Uh, like a four-track kind of thing. Uh, no. Computer software. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Analog. Um, you know, like compressor and mixer and everything, but it yeah. all it all went into. It's this. It's software. the kind of reason that the music business is sort of dead now because you don't need a studio to do anything anymore. I mean. It, the formula of uh, go to a studio, spend X amount of dollars, and make eight tracks, and then make that a a, a record, and then we're going to distribute it through the normal channels. That's gone. Uh, you can make as much money on a fucking single now as you can an entire album. I think. I mean, really. And oh you can man, throw it a lot of the goddamn pop stars, Facebook. Yeah, a lot of these pop stars they released their singles before they had any other material. Albums even fucking <laughs> even out for sale, you know. And they already made a bunch of money. Yeah. Because our attention spans are getting shorter. Or maybe they've always been short. Just that's what was prescribed. I don't know. I have no problem with. Oh, well, you know, they used to do that back in the day, too. You know, people put out singles and. Well, now that, that was hot. You yeah. know, like, well, now that here's I'm, the new single. Yeah. From, 45 was the original single, yeah. right? I have no problem buying a song at a time. I mean, I, I have a problem buying a whole album. 
for a single song, which which is ironic yeah, now true, that right? the older the artist is, the more often you'll have to buy the entire goddamned album for eight bucks when really you only wanted one song off of it. Yeah. Doobie Brothers. <laughs> Steely Dan. Aerosmith. <laughs> All those are old bands, but uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't think it's fair. Nah. Yeah, they make too much money. It's all right. Well, it's it's funny as an artist. It's like you 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 bite and claw and scratch at everything, and then all of a sudden, either you're making millions. You're talking about like a income gap in the music industry. There's none greater. Either you're making shit or you're making it all. Yeah, it really is, man. It's it's really hard to be a working musician right now. You you would have to have three full income streams like uh, income income streams like you'd have to be a studio musician, you have to be a writer, have to be a performer, whatever. Or you could have some regional success, but even then you're gonna burn a lot of gas. Yeah, well, it's creative art, you know. I mean, maybe you shouldn't True. be a working musician. Maybe you gotta have a real job and just <laughs> maybe do you're your not art cut out when you, when you want to do it. You know, perfect point, Blake. You know, some people want to make it all big. You know. We go out and play, and have a fucking not a lot of people have a good it. time. The way I see it, we made it. Fuck it, we're doing exactly what you want. What everybody should do. Just don't take it serious. Just go play, man. Perfectly it, said. It's a, it's a, it's a novelty. The, you know, it's the just amount of energy put in is worth the amount of what you get out of it. And if that's offset, then you get then you're doing it wrong. Yeah. You're doing it wrong. Yeah, for real. Yeah, I don't feel bad. (laughs) Yeah, I got no problem with that pregnant pause right there. I think that's a fucking really poignant thing, man. I I, I don't don't think a lot of bands realize that. I think a lot of people get depressed because they go, why don't people like my stuff? Well, maybe you ought to be able to step outside yourself and evaluate. Yeah. What what do you think? It's about creativity, man. Who gives a shit if anybody likes it or not? Yeah. If you like it, I got a couple couple more stats for you. All right, stat time. <laughs> you ready for this? Yeah. Um, people who watch action-packed programs with many camera cuts and fluctuating sound levels eat almost twice as much food while viewing than people who watch boring shows. Hmm, that's weird. I don't even know what to what to say to that. <laughs> um, I guess. I would say that they're going for like moviegoers. You'd be more likely to munch on popcorn if if there's a lot of action. What if you go to the movies and see the boring movie they're talking about? You don't want to eat. Yeah, I, I, all I'm thinking about there. is like a drama with a fat girl. She's gonna eat the most chocolate and candy, and cry than anyone. And cry. Maybe cry, yeah. and then go home and finger bang her giant flappy beaver. <laughs> go home and, and put on some like. Come here, kitty cat. Come on, come on, rub your Mr. Snuggles. Come over here. I want to rub your ears. Would you go put some popcorn in the microwave for me? <laughs> hey, we got one more segment. You got one more in you? Yeah, sure. 15 minutes? Yeah, right. Yeah, we're 32, 45 mark, whatever. <laughs> I right, sit in here. Oh. 